With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Lisa Stone, and you're listening to Parenting Aces. Well, as I mentioned last week, we are really struggling with what content to share on the podcast during this crazy time of COVID-19. And luckily for all of us, Todd Whittem was willing and able to have a conversation with me that I'm going to share with you all this week. And we're talking about resources that we can all use while we're stuck at home to help our kids continue on their path toward reaching their tennis goals. So Todd is sharing some really helpful information. Together, he and I are creating space for those of you interested in finding reliable online resources easily to find that information. And it's going to be housed on parentingaces.com. So I hope you'll take a look. Meanwhile, please, please, please stay safe. I hope that Everyone near and dear to you is staying healthy during this crazy time and that you're able to maintain some level of sanity as we're all stuck inside together. But for now, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Todd Whittem. I'm Chris Lewis of Brima Lewis Tennis, and you're listening to Parenting Aces. So, Todd Whittem, there's so much craziness going on in the world at large, in the tennis world, and on a smaller level. And I thought it would be good for us to chat this week about some things that you're hearing and seeing from your players, what you're hearing from other coaches, and the resources that you and I both are working on to help tennis families kind of make some sense out of all this craziness? What do you think? Yeah, it's a really difficult time for many families and, and people worldwide. So, uh, you know, we're gonna, everybody's going to try their best to get through this period. And uh, hopefully uh, some of the things that I'm going to put out with you and, and throughout social media will help ease, uh, you know, some of the pain you know, for some of the families and individuals. You know, it's I've talked with Dewey on on our tennis takeaways live stream each week. We've talked for the last couple of weeks about how this is impacting the players. And we've touched a little bit on how it's impacting coaches. But the reality is for tennis coaches like yourself, if you don't have players there for you to coach, then your income stream has been lopped off. And this is a real concern. And thankfully, some of the governing bodies of our sport have formed a task force, which I posted about last week, um, to address some of these concerns and needs of not only the professional players, but also the tennis coaches, the tournament organizers, 
you know, the the manufacturing industry, college tennis. I mean, they're, they're all coming together to come up with some ideas to hopefully ease the financial burden on everyone. Can you share with us just from your own personal experience how this is all impacting you as a coach and as a business owner? I think it's important for the audience to hear about this stuff. Sure. Um, it, it's been really tough, you know, and for the first, I would say maybe six years, I did all the work myself. So if I had some more work, I just worked more hours and, uh, you know, I was a little bit stubborn that I wanted to, you know, like I said, you know, take care of the kids myself and my little system. Um, and then obviously, you know, many, many of the viewers know that when, that when Ronnie came along to live with me, I brought in Pierre, to, you know, my longtime coach who trained me for 20 years. I brought him in. And then recently in January, I brought in another fellow, um, this gentleman, Daniel Yu, that I trained many years with. He's a couple of years younger than me, and he was a very accomplished player. He won Super Nationals here in the United States and played on the tour for a bunch of years. And, and so I brought him in full time. And so during these months of March and April, especially with some of your viewers, Lisa, as well as you know other kids throughout the country and even some international students, we were at full capacity at about, I would say, 13 to 15 kids. And that's, that's spread amongst us three, as well as a private hitting partner, too, um, that trained under me as well. So that kind of went away and dissolve. And so right now we have about three kids um, spread amongst three main top level coaches. So that, that's, that's been tough. Um, the families are planning on coming back because what, what the viewers must, uh, must know is that most of the, the clients that I have are not from South Florida. They may have come here and rented places or bought places here to train in my system. So many, uh, you know, most of them drove back to, uh, to where they live, you know, throughout the United States. And, um, and then as well as we had a, a nice group of visitors that were going to come in and spend a week or multiple weeks, um, with, uh, with my group, um, as well. So obviously all of that is on hold. And so it's, it's been very tough, you know, I'm trying to figure out how, you know, I'm going to spread the money, you know, amongst, you know, obviously three, uh, you know, only three kids and, and putting in the work and I could, I could train three kids myself. You know, I did that for for a whole bunch of years, but, you know, I want to make sure that my, I I consider them, you know, my partners, but my assistants, you know, Pierre and Daniel, I want to make sure that they're okay during this time, uh, making sure they're able to pay their bills and, uh, and we get through this tough period and then, and then obviously move on and, and keep going at it. Right. And I mean, what, what the listeners may not know about you, Todd, is you're married, you have two kids, young kids. So, I mean, this is not just you trying to manage your own finances and well-being, but you're responsible for a family. You're responsible for your two coaches that work with you and the hitting partners that you bring in. And you know, there's overhead, um, obviously connected with that and buying equipment and, you know, making sure that you have everything you need on hand. So I suspect that your situation is 
very common among tennis coaches around the world right now. And it's a scary time. And so, you know, not only are you trying to manage yourself, but, you know, in your own mental health and your own anxiety issues for providing, but you're trying to help the three kids that are still with you do all those things, as well as the coaches that are working for you. It's a lot on your plate right now. Well, it, it is, you know, but I, I try to take the positive and, um, and like I said, uh, in the beginning of the show, you know, Daniel and I, as well as Pierre, we're going to start putting together many clips of, of interviews and, and maybe tips and, and things that I always wanted to really put out there, but now we really have the time to be able to do it. So, uh, so I think it'll be good. And obviously a lot of people are at home and, uh, you know, trying their best to stay busy and, and everything. Maybe the kids are doing their schoolwork online. And, uh, and so I think, uh, I think it'll be great. Maybe a little refreshing for people to see, you know, kind of how we train the players that, that are with us and, and what we feel is, is necessary for, for them to achieve their goals. And then even for people to understand, you know, more about maybe Daniel or Pierre, because, uh, you know, I think that's important as well. You know, people that I really trust and respect and I've spent many, many years, uh, training with and, 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 uh, and so it's been very exciting for me to have these gentlemen with me in a system that I started in 2010 by myself with, with one student. So, uh, so, you know, I think it could be a great time for that as well. Well, so let's talk about these resources and, you know, where they're going to be. I, by the time this airs, uh, there will be a dedicated area on parentingaces.com for at-home resources for training and other areas of tennis development and basic human development while we're all stuck at home during COVID-19. But specifically, what resources are you hoping to provide and what are some of the things that families can be doing to make sure that their kids' goals are still attainable once we're on the other side of this crazy time? So I think, obviously, the Internet it can be a, a great tool. So one, one of the things that, uh, that Pierre and I and Daniel – um, communicate to our students is that you should always have your favorite player, right? Or maybe favorite couple of players. And you should really try to model your game after how they play. So the kids should be, in our opinion, they should be studying how these players are moving, how they're constructing points, maybe their techniques. In fact, we have students that we train now that some of their homework is for them to look at a specific technique of, of their favorite player before they come to the workout the next day and, and they need to study that. And so we ask them, you know, every single day, whether they've done their homework. And, uh, and, and so, so that, that's one thing. Another thing that the kids can do is, is obviously as much fitness as they can, you know, in their house, or maybe they, they can go outside depending on the weather um, and, and try to stay as fit as they can, you know, d- during this time. If it's obviously if they can't be, uh, you know, hitting tennis balls. Um, but you know, in terms of that, you, you know, you, you try to do the best you can, you know, with what you have and, uh, and, and stay positive and, and hopefully this, uh, this will, uh, you know, pass over sooner than later. Well, you talked about the fact that 
you've for a while now have been wanting to produce these videos, but you haven't had the time. And, and so I think that's, you know, if we can look for some positives here as you're trying to do, you know, one of the positives of all being stuck at home is we have more time than we know what to do with right now. (laughs) So given that, you know, I, I've heard over the years, families talk about, well, there's not enough hours in the day for my kid to do their schoolwork, do their training, you know, do the at-home work that the coaches are asking for from them and that teachers are asking from them, doing the off-court fitness stuff, doing the mental training. There's just not enough hours. Well, guess what? Now there are. There are plenty of hours to work in all of these things, but you know, the challenge is to stay organized about it, one, and two, to make sure that, as you said, if we go to the internet as a resource, that we're using reliable information, right? I mean, that's always been the challenge with the internet. Yeah, you're right. You know, I can tell people that when I, when I see clips of, of tennis videos, you know, all throughout, maybe on social media or YouTube, those types of things, I can tell you that, you know, many times I don't agree with what's being said, but, but also I don't really understand what's trying to be taught in, in those videos. So I can tell you that if I don't understand it and I can't comprehend it, I really don't know how, how a, a junior tennis player or, or an adult would understand that as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, you know, in, in the way that I was brought up, you know, training with Pierre and his partner who, you know, for, for the viewers that don't know, they were, they were producing a lot of the champions, both amateur and professional in South Florida and in the late eighties and early nineties uh, during that time. So they, they kept things very simple. It was very uh, repetitious every single day. And, um, and that's how you went about your training and it was done in a very disciplined environment with a lot of respect and humbleness. And, and so they, they taught you that, um, each and every day. So the, the way that I teach my students as well as Pierre and Daniel, if, you know, and, and obviously, you know, many people aren't here, but some of your, your viewers have come to, to train in my system. Um, I think they would understand that we, we make it very simple and very easy to understand. Um, so that, that's, that's first and foremost, that it needs to be communicated in a way that, that the child can really comprehend and understand it where I see a lot of, a lot of things on the internet that I, I really, to tell you the truth, I can't understand what's being done here. Why yeah. certain drills, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, crazy, maybe drop fed drills or jumping over this or that. And I've just never seen this stuff ever. And I can't figure out, and I may watch it a couple of times. I can't figure out what is trying to be worked on, what's, you know, for, for, for a particular student. Mm-hmm. So it may look, it may look really cool or it may look very interesting, but there may be no reason why it's being done. It could just be a, a nice sales pitch or show. So, you know, that, that, that's, you know, that, that's tough to know, you know, what, what's being, uh, you know, the, the message being, uh, you know, being given, you know, on, on, on technology. Right. And I think, you know, that's one of the things that hopefully you and I are going to be able to work on and 
accomplish together is pulling together reliable resources, useful resources, resources that are going to help our kids become better and put them all into one place where people can go and click and get what they need. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm really happy that you finally have the time to do these videos. I, you and I have been talking about this for months, maybe over a year now um, about getting this information together, but, you know, due to your teaching schedule and your limited time resource, it just hasn't happened. And now, you know, now we're going to get that. So I think that's going to be a big bonus for the people that follow you, the people that follow Parenting Aces, and, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get that information out quickly and easily to those who are in need, you know, as we're, we're all stuck at home here. So, <laughs> I mean, you right. know, I, I think about all this and, and I've been talking about this a lot, but if this had to happen, you know, this COVID-19 outbreak had to happen, at least it happened at a time where we have alternate resources to connect with one another. Things like podcasts and Zoom calls and FaceTime and email even, you know, just all these different ways to stay connected with the people that are important in our lives and so I'm really hoping that Parenting Aces and Todd Whittem become two of those people that uh, that our listeners want to stay connected with and who they value. Yeah, well, that, that, that would be great. You know, and um, obviously, you know, the, the content that I'm going to put out there, um, interviews slash, you know, tips and, and things that we see that might not that might not uh be, uh, you know, great things that we're seeing from kids uh, that are coming to train in our system. You know, if anyone has really any questions or concerns or doesn't understand you know, what we're teaching, then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be more than happy to, uh, to explain that. And, and you can reach out to me at any time. And I'll have your contact info in the show notes on parentingaces.com. So if anybody doesn't already know how to get a hold of you, Todd, um, we'll have all your social media links and your email and anything else that you're willing to share. We'll put that in the show notes for everybody. So let's kind of, let's start talking specifics a little bit. So let's say you've got a player who reaches out to you who cannot be there in person, who does not have access to a tennis court right now. How would you tell them is the best way for them to schedule their days to make the best use of this time? Okay. So, you know, but, you know, with, with schoolwork, obviously, I hope the kids are doing a lot of schoolwork and they're, and they're keeping up with that and, you know, with, maybe with their teachers or, you know, go, I mean, going online and, 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 and things like that. But I think they should write down, you know, what their day is going to be so that they can be most productive. Um, so they have to schedule, obviously, their, their, their schoolwork for a certain amount of time. And maybe you take a break from that. Maybe you start working on physical fitness um, for a certain period. Then maybe you go back to your schoolwork. Then um, maybe you you dedicate a certain amount of time to YouTube videos of, like I said earlier, with your favorite players, and really study, you know, 
for example, study how their, their, their return to serve position, then study where they're going to hit that return to serve, study where their opponent is trying to serve them. Um, also study how they're constructing that point. Now, what most people need to understand is that the players aren't just hitting and running when they're on a court. There's a certain reason why they're hitting certain types of shots. They're hitting certain areas of the court and, and they're trying to break down their opponent. So the, all these things can be so valuable for, for these junior players and, and even parents um, for them to learn what, what really is going on in, in a very high-level tennis match. So you can do that. Then you can do another session of fitness as well. I mean, there's no reason not to, to do a, a double session of fitness because really if, if you're going to sit around your house and, and, and just do your schoolwork and then, you know, mess around on your technology and all that all day long, then uh, when you come back to tennis, it's going to be pretty tough physically to uh, pick up where, where you left off. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, we have to have a plan of attack here. And I think it's, as you said, it's really important to create a daily schedule and stick to that. And of course, you can modify it as things change. But for now, it's crucial that as parents, we help our kids stay organized and stay focused, but also allow for flexibility when they need it due to just the stress of being stuck at home and, and not having that social contact in person with their peers. But at the same time, you know, a total lack of organization and planning is just going to lead to anxiety and chaos. And that's exactly what we don't want to happen right now. That's true. I mean, even before, obviously, the COVID-19 outbreak and everything, these are the discussions that we have with, with our students and, and even some of the parents, you know, qu quite often. Um, everything from their, their, their tennis training to doing their schoolwork on time to making sure they have a schedule. So, you know, the, the kids that I train, most of them are online schooled, but they may be sleeping in too late and then coming to practice when, you know, and, and they could have been way more productive at 6.30 or 7 in the morning and, and their practice isn't starting till 9.15. So, you know, these are discussions that we have all the time. Um, and, and also making sure that, that they're organized in their life and staying very disciplined. So, you know, these are really good skills to have. And, uh, and the kids, if they're not doing it currently, they need to start developing the, these types of skills. How do you think tennis coaching is going to change as a result of COVID-19 and what we're all going through right now? Well, I've given it some thought, uh, obviously, over the last bunch of days and, and weeks. Um, you know, in, in, in my system, and, and I'm very close with, with the parents and everything, they've, they've lost a lot of money in, 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 the, in the market, and, and, uh, and some of them started cutting back already. Um, some were concerned that they may lose their jobs when, when maybe they were getting a bonus from their company. So that's, that's obviously very concerning. Um, then there are the, the ones that, that may need to cut back on 
maybe tournaments or tournament traveling. Um, or they may need to really cut back on maybe coming down into my system, you know, and, and coming to check us out for, for the given amount of time that they would love to, uh, you know, come and train with, uh, you know, in my system with, with Daniel, myself and Pierre. So it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how the next couple months play out and then into, and then into the summer. And, uh, so, uh, you know, I'm curious to see how that, how that really works and, and how, how financially stable the families are, you know, going, going through this tough time. But it's not just the family's financial stability, right? It's, it's the coach's financial stability as well. And finding ways to generate an income stream when you don't have people there live and in person. I mean, this is a huge challenge. So, you know, one of the things we've done at Parenting Aces is we've, done away with our memberships. We've just gone back to our old model where all the content on the site is free because, you know, I'm lucky to be in a situation where I wasn't relying on parenting aces income to pay the bills, but I am not the norm. And for most people in the industry, they need to find a way to keep that income stream coming in. So, you know, doing things like providing virtual coaching or um, I don't know. I, I mean, what are some of the ideas that you're coming up with or hearing from other coaches about how they're going to pay their bills over these next few weeks and months? Right. So like I said, you know, in, in my system, I have my core group of full-timers that are here. And then I have kids that, that may come in during certain times of the year, maybe during their school breaks or, or you know, that, that type of stuff. Maybe kids that don't want to go online or maybe, maybe kids um, and families that can't relocate here to South Florida. So, um, so, so basically, you know, what, what I've spoken about and even way before this, this tough time is that, and parents have brought this up to me as well, is that can you train my child while they're at home and we can put a live feed uh, on a court? Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I've given that a lot of thought. And in fact, I'm going to start with, uh, with a student, I believe, um, that, that, that we train for a year and, and comes in and out of our system. And, and that student's from Australia, actually. So... I'm, you know the the father and 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 daughter, but you know they're they're going to be setting up on a court a live feed where I can actually be in my house and and train and and communicate with that student while they're playing and and, and training with with say either a ball machine or or a hitting partner, mm-hmm. and so that could be a great way to to do things. Um, it also keeps keeps a great relationship going between not only, you know, myself and the parents, but also the students so that when they come back to, to my system, there, we're not fixing things that we thought we already fixed. And so that's a great way, you know, in, in our opinion to, you know, keep the relationship going, but also really keep helping that player develop. And, and when they do come back into, into my system, that we're not working on the same things that, that we previously uh, worked on before. Right. I mean, that's a great idea. And certainly we have the technology now to make that work. 
But what happens when we're done with this stay at home order and we're back to whatever our new business as usual looks like? Because I think we can all agree that things are going to look very different once this passes. What are you thinking in terms of long-term changes in addition to doing the remote training that you just talked about um, that are going to help you and help junior tennis to continue to grow and thrive? Well, that's a good question. Each and and every case is is different. Um, You know, as of now, students that, that I train full time that went home, their their plan is to come right back when when uh you know when when they can, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we pick up wh- where we left off. Um some of them are, are trying to play as much tennis as they can back home and and that tennis is played with, with their with a sibling. So, you know, they're they're not really obviously going outside and, and training and doing all those things uh with, with others. Really, just keeping it in, in their family and and, and doing that um, as they should, as they should, right? Yes, <laughs> correct, correct. You know, I mean, even you know, even you know, be, you know, the past couple of weeks, our mothers did an incredible job of sanitizing everything on our courts. We were, you know, they were wiping down all the benches, buckets, baskets. They were spraying all the seats. We were sanitizing our hands on every single changeover after all the drills, everything. So we were, as I said, where we were training was probably the cleanest place in South Florida. <laughs> so, um, so, but, um, you know, we're, we're, we're doing the, the best that we can and, uh, you know, hopefully we can get through this period. Yeah, absolutely. Well, is there anything else you want to share with us, Todd? I I suspect you and I are going to be talking quite a bit over the next few weeks. And certainly um, as you build your content and we get it online on parentingaces.com. But for right now, you know, I think the message is that we've got to figure out how to keep our kids organized. We've got to figure out how to keep them calm and focused and, you know, continuing to work toward the goals that they've set for themselves. But at the same time, obviously we have to stay safe and that's the biggest challenge. Absolutely. You know, that that's first and foremost, it's just, you know, staying safe and, and, you know, and then trying to use this time wisely because, when when this tough period is over, hopefully we're really raring and, and rocking and rolling here, and uh, you know, and going back at it. And, and so, you know, let's use this time now, you know, in a smart way, and uh, and hopefully uh, the tough times will be over sooner than later. Agreed. All right. So if people want to reach out to you, Todd Whittem, what's the best way for them to do that? Sure. So. I put almost, I put content almost every single day, like I said, on, on social media and and Lisa, you know, this, that I put content almost every single day, um, on Facebook and Instagram. So right now you could, you could go out and you could see me training Ronnie who came home from LSU and you can see what we're working on and everything. I put uh, clips of the last couple of days of, of his training. 
Uh, we're blessed to have a couple of courts here in South Florida uh, in a private community um, from from one of the families that we train. So uh, so we're using those courts. And uh, so you can see that and you could uh, you could see that on Facebook um, under my name, T-O-D-D and the last name W-I-D-O-M. Or you could also look at my business page on Facebook at, at uh, Todd Woodham Tennis. And you could also see me on Instagram at Todd Whittem underscore tennis. And, um, and so I post, you know, almost daily as well as posting uh, a story on, um, on those social media outlets as well. And then, um, you know, if people have any questions or concerns of, of what I'm doing, you know, with, with obviously my social media or, you know, or the stuff that I'm going to submit to you as well, Lisa, um, people can, they can email me if they'd like at Todd at TWTennis.com. And, uh, and really those are the best ways to, uh, to get in touch with me. And, uh, hopefully your viewers will enjoy the content and, uh, and hopefully it'll be very interesting to them. And I think it will. And maybe they may be thinking that's what my kid does. And Todd is saying, don't do this. <laughs> so we'll see, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see the feedback and everything. And, uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll get through this tough period. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Todd. And for the listeners, we will have all of Todd's contact info, as I mentioned, on parentingaces.com. So be sure to check that out. And uh, in the meantime, please, everybody, stay safe, stay home, maintain your social distancing, wash your hands, and let's get through this as a community and come out on the other side stronger than ever. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in, and we will catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast for tennis parents by a tennis parent. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at parentingaces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.